Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the second hour of Rudy Max's World. Glad you stayed with us. Nice having you here. If you just tuned in, got another jam-packed hour of travel talk coming your way, so don't touch that dial or you're going to miss my chat with a writer from the Mississippi Delta who's going to fill us in on what's going on in those parts as the Mississippi River continues to rise. And in case you haven't noticed, uh, free award tickets, I put free in quotes, uh, free frequent flyer tickets to Europe uh, might be costing you hundreds of dollars these days, depending on which airline you choose. We're going to talk with our old friend Scott McCartney from the Wall Street Journal about why free tickets to overseas cost so much these days. And if you ever wanted to take a great outdoor picture, only to find you can't quite capture that grandeur that you see in front of your very eyes. Well, Ian Shive is an award-winning nature photographer. He's got a new book on the country's national parks. We're going to ask him how to make our photos uh, world-class photos. I'll have a couple of deals of the week as usual, but let's begin with a quick look at some travel news that might affect you. Well, the State Department this week issued a worldwide travel alert following the killi killing of Osama bin Laden, but it was mostly greeted with yawns by frequent travelers. At least that's according to a security expert who chaired New York's anti-terrorism task force. The State Department warning urged Americans to limit travel outside of their homes and hotels for the next three months. But the warning didn't mention any specific destination, so are we supposed to stay away from French Polynesia or Brazil or Barbados? I don't know. This is just one of 16 warnings or advisories issued this year, and frankly, I'm not sure anyone really pays much attention to them anymore. Obviously, no one wanted to go to Cairo during the demonstrations there, and no one's rushing to visit the earthquake-stricken neighborhoods of Japan. I think it's really more about common sense these days and uh, what Uncle Sam is uh, telling us to do. There's still a buzz in airline circles about U.S. Airways merging with another airline. That proposed merger with United never happened. United, as you know, uh, is hooking up with Continental. and US Air But U.S. Airways says it can survive just fine on its own. However, its CEO this past month has discussed consolidation twice. And that merger this week of Southwest and Airtran will lead to Airtran dropping service to Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, by the way. You should know that. That's going to be your airline now, Southwest. Uh, TripAdvisor says a poll of its readers chose Cape Town, South Africa, as their favorite destination in the world, followed by Sydney, Australia, Machu Picchu, Peru, Paris, Rio, New York City, Rome, London, Barcelona, and Hong Kong. In the United States, uh, the top destination was New York City, followed by Honolulu, San Francisco, Vegas, and Lahaina, Hawaii. Coming in at number 15, well, our nation's capital, D.C., and Orlando is number 17. However, by the numbers, Vegas and Orlando are the most two most frequently visited cities in the United States. They're constantly vying for first place. Well, it's been a brutal week for regions in the central U.S. lining the Mississippi River, and it appears things are only going to get uh, worse for some folks uh, in the next week or two as the river continues rising and those... Uh, uh, flood stages begin moving south or continue moving south. Chris Davis is a staff reporter for the Memphis Flyer, where uh, he writes about natu natural disasters and tourism. He's covered Katrina, by the way, and he now has his hands full uh, with the rising waters of the Mississippi. If you've been watching any of the news uh, networks this weekend, you've seen the Memphis uh, uh, evacuations have begun for homes in Memphis. Welcome to the show, Chris. What is the situation now in Memphis? 
Well, you know, the situation is still one of uh, where we are uh, getting prepared for the worst because the waters are still, they're still rising. We're still not completely sure, you know, what's going to, uh, what's going to play out here. It's just been yesterday um, that we got the official evacuation notices that were delivered to, the numbers reported have varied from about 957 to about 1,100 residences that these uh, official evacuation notices have been delivered to so that's going to be thousands of people um i, I gather that uh, i get i know beale street has taken on some water but i gather most of the evacuations at least this weekend seem to be in the suburbs is that right right yeah you know memphis is built on a bluff and so the the most of downtown the water would have to get very high to affect it when they talk about the water spilling onto beale street what they're talking about is the foot of beale street where it uh where it intersects with riverside drive and you know as the waters are coming up what you're really seeing there is uh where uh water's being pushed through the the drainage and coming out onto riverside drive um so it's not the entertainment district that they're talking about so the music cafes are still open for business and restaurants are hopping yeah, the restaurants are doing fine. Uh, you know, I got reports from people who were attending some of the rooftop parties uh, the other night. You know, people were going up to see the view because it's uh, it's just amazing. You know, we're used to the river being very, very wide, and now it's just this extraordinary, uh, extraordinary sight. How wide? Oh. Can you estimate how wide it might be? You know, I am so terrible <laughs> at, okay. uh, at estimating that sort of thing. I wouldn't even want to guess. I will just say that, you know, I live about uh, uh, three blocks from the A.W. Willis Bridge over to Mud Island. And Mud Island, it's, it's a misnomer. It's more of a peninsula bordered on one side by the Wolf and by the Mississippi on the other. And you go over the Wolf, and as you crest the bridge, you always see the Mississippi, and it's always there. And now it, you know, it gives more of a sense of, of you know, you're looking at a great lake. It just it goes on and on forever. They don't call it the big muddy for nothing, Chris. Do uh, no, no, it is. It is a yes, and uh, now muddier than ever. Now, uh, I was over. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was, I was over on Mud Island this morning, and they have closed down. Uh, the the northern entrances to that uh, to that area and also the uh, the southernmost parts of it on the river park and we're beginning to pile dirt up over half of the uh, island drive I mean there are just lots of preparations going on right now that's really sort of what you're seeing happening here right now is just a lot of preparation for what's uh, for what's to come now last year floods in Nashville really impacted tourism there uh, is there any talk yet or any indication yet that uh, people might be canceling a few flights to come visit well I think again that that's going to be sort of hard to uh, to predict because the um, as I said what you're seeing here is a lot of flooding to the north um, you know we've got about a mile stretch at highway 51. Uh, that's you know, where the Lusahatchee is flooded, um, and you're seeing major flooding to the south. But the areas in the Greater Memphis, uh, in Greater Memphis, where uh, tourists are coming, the major destinations like Graceland and Beale Street, mm-hmm. you know, all of that is not going to be impacted. I think where there's you know real concern is when you get a little further down into Tunica, where you know all nine of the casinos are underwater at the moment. Uh, and there's no real 
they're not really sure when they're going to be able to reopen again. And that's going to have uh, a huge impact on the number of people that are coming into the area and uh, a huge economic impact on the Tunica area as well. Well, we wish you and the residents of Memphis all the best and our listeners at WTBA, uh, WTBG FM 95.3. We are, we're thinking of you, and we hope uh, you ride it out. Sure, yeah. I, you know, we're, we're, uh, Memphis is often called the home of the blues, and it's because there's just something in the, the DNA of the people here that compels us to take the worst of circumstances and make the best of times out of them. So we're just, that's what we're working towards. Thank you, Chris. Hey, Chris Davis is a staff reporter with the Memphis Flyers. Stick around because we're going to talk a little more about the Mississippi Delta in just a moment after these messages. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Join me in the radio show as we tour France beginning this September 29th. We'll explore Paris, picturesque Provence, the French Riviera, and more. We'll enjoy tours and tastings at well-known wineries, experience an evening cruise along the River Seine. And did I mention the French cuisine? Enjoy the rich culture and romance of France by calling Colette Vacations now. Book now and couples save $700 with companion airfare of just $399. Call 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345 or go to rudymaxa.com. If you've never experienced gelin with Dr. Scholl's massaging gel insoles, you've never walked all the way to work on top of cushy throw pillows, or worked a jackhammer while standing in a field of beautiful daisies. That's because gelin does more than change the way you feel. It changes your state of mind. So I can teach my class while enjoying the soft white sand under my feet. Experience all day outrageous comfort for yourself with Dr. Scholl's massaging gel insoles. Are you gelin? I'm glad I have feet. AutoZone. Make your engine last longer with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. If you want to get the most miles out of your engine, then change your oil on time every time. Do it now and save at AutoZone. Get a 5-plus quart oil change jug of Castrol GTX conventional motor oil and a Bosch oil filter for only $18.99. And when you're finished, just bring us your used oil and we'll recycle it free of charge. Get to AutoZone today and get more miles out of your engine. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Amdro Ant Block presents the Household Ant Requiem. If ants invading your home have you shrieking an unpleasant tune, sprinkle Amdro Ant Block around the perimeter of your home to block ants from entering. Ant Block creates a fortress that kills problem ants on the outside so they can't come inside. And that's music to a homeowner's ears. Look for Ant Block and the entire line of Amdro Kills Ants products at amdro.com. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. And this portion of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at Colette Vacations. Now remember, this 12-day France Magnifique Tour... Uh, begins September 29th. You can join me in the radio show uh, for the start of that in Paris. This is going to be a great trip. We're going to have uh, 
a little dollop of culture, some great food, some good wine, a little bit of adventures, uh, go to RudyMaxa.com and click on Colette Vacations uh, at the bottom of the homepage, and you'll see the day-by-day -day itinerary. But here's a special deal uh, that was just announced by Colette this week. You'll save $700 per couple on airfare because your round-trip companion airfare is going to be only $399. So two of you can come along. Uh, we're going to be going to Normandy. We're going to be going to... Uh, Nice. We'll be going to the Loire Valley. Uh, it's going to be uh, quite a trip. And good hotels, good restaurants, good company. Learn more, and you can book your reservations today by calling 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or, again, go to RudyMaxa.com and click on Colette Vacations, and you'll see a day-by-day uh, -day itinerary and all details. Well, as we just heard from Chris uh, Davis in Memphis, the Mississippi River is on the rise in the middle of the country as the Ohio River pours more and more water into the Big Muddy. This past week, levees were blown up and tens of thousands of acres of farmlands were flooded, driving people from their homes in order to spare Alton, Illinois, from a massive flood. And over the next two weeks, at least, the Mississippi is going to continue to rise as flooding extends southward. Now, we often think, I certainly did, uh, of the Mississippi River Delta, uh, River Delta as that sort of expanse of Martian water near more, uh, New Orleans, where the mouth of the river empties into the Gulf of Mexico. But in fact, the Delta is further north, the Mississippi Delta is. In fact, you might remember this huge 1967 hit song set in the region that was written and sung by Bobby Gentry, a singer-songwriter from Chickasaw County. We're cueing the music here in just a moment. <laughs> you remember the Bobby Gentry song, don't you? Uh, we'll, we'll have that one in just a moment. Oh, here it comes. Sorry. I was out chopping cotton and my brother was bailing hay. And at dinner time we Yeah, that's Bobby Gentry singing, uh, singing that one. You know that song. You know that song. Uh, John Pritchard is a native of the Mississippi Delta, and he's the author of two searing novels about that region called Junior Ray, and the second one's called The Yazoo Blues. Both are published by New South Books. I asked him to join us today to talk a bit about the Yazoo Delta. It's a very distinctive floodplain uh, in northwestern Mississippi that is once again facing flooding. It's part of a country that many Americans don't know about because it's fairly sparsely populated. Um, that snippet of Bobby Gentry's 67 classic Ode to Billy Joel is set in, uh, in, uh, in uh, that region, in Tallahatchie Flats, if you remember the lyrics to the songs. Uh, John, welcome to the show. Nice to have you aboard. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Rudy. This, Will you this, paint this, us a word picture pleasure. of the Yazoo Delta? Well, the thing is, you know, actually people do know about it, but they don't maybe know that they do. The reason that they do and don't know it is it is it has been written about just a ton of times. For instance, it's Tennessee Williams setting for Mac for the cat on a hot tin roof. It's it's uh, Amanda Wingfield and and, uh, and and Blanche Dubois. His characters in his other plays remember Moon Lake, Mississippi, which of course is there. Tennessee Williams, of course, spent a lot of his childhood there. The book. Uh, uh, William Faulkner and Miss Eudora Welty, who are not Delta writers, uh, wrote about the Delta. Faulkner's you know, novel, uh, little novella about the bear is set in the big woods. That's the Delta. Um, his, his little novella called The Old Man is about the 27 flood down in the Delta. And um, it's it's just, uh, uh, it, it uh, and Bobby, what happens above, uh, um, it, 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 it is a very distinct place and very distinct from from the uh, mouth of the river down there. Uh, people call it the Mississippi Delta, uh, but they also call it the Yazoo Basin and the Mississippi Yazoo Delta. And who lives in the Yazoo Basin? Give me a portrait of the folks. 
Well, you know, historically, uh, all the Delta counties were around 90, 90% black. Uh, the other 10% was made up of, of Russian and Lithuanian Jews, and Greeks, Lebanese, Italians, Cantonese, um, and um, and uh, and, and uh, Scots Irish, which is why a lot of the towns down there in, in the Delta, or here in the Delta, well, down in Delta, uh, <clears throat> have names like Inverness, Perthshire, Pantherburn, Glendora, Glen Allen, Duncan, and Dublin. That is startling to me. Uh, how did those guys wind up there? Well, when the Delta opened up, it was it was controlled. People uh, had land and money over in, say, North Carolina, Virginia, and all these Scots-Irish guys over there. And they bought land over in the Delta because they knew it was opening up uh, uh, um, because the, because the, the Choctaws and the Chickasaws had been euchred into going to Oklahoma. So they knew this very fertile land was going to open up, and they uh. bought land, and they moved over. Uh, uh. Yeah. So it was and the land all. that drew them there. Has that region changed much, John, uh, over the decades? Yes, it has. Uh, when it first, in the early days, it was the most enormous hardwood. It, even at the turn of the century, it was the largest stand of hardwood timber in the world. But back, back even in the 1860s, it was an enormous hardwood deciduous swamp. And um, there was a lot of, uh, there, there were, there was a lot of activity with, uh, uh, by Grant and Sherman that went on in that, in the, in, in, indeed it was flooded then too uh, during the Vicksburg campaign. How do you oh. think uh, this, the, the, the prospect of upcoming water might change the Mississippi? I mean, what are you hearing from your friends in the Delta? Well, they are very, it, people are fairly wide-eyed because, you know, we've had high water so many times. And, of course, this generation and, and even my generation, the, I mean, the, the, the last big uh, high water, uh, really high water in 37 was the year before I was born. Um, we've all grown up with the levees, you know, and we've all seen high water, really high water, water so high that, in fact, the, the farmers and, and, and people of the county would go out and feed the wild turkeys on top of it to be sure that they survived it all right. Um, but uh, this uh, is presenting some problems. You know, now the economy is no longer a plantation economy in some areas. Uh, for, well, for instance, in Tunica County, um, they depended on the, on the, on the casinos. And sure. That, you know, so, but, well, uh, people are cautious because they're worried not so much about the levees breaking and the Mississippi breaking through there, but about the, the, water, the, 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 the backwaters not being able to get to the Mississippi and therefore flooding the, 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 the basin there. Got it. Listen, just before we go, John, you mentioned to me a restaurant in Greenville I've heard a lot about, Doe's Eat Place, and you also oh, yeah. mentioned a couple of places, including oh, the yeah. Shack Up Inn in Clarksdale, which you told me is a converted or converted tenant cabins. That's is right. Is Doe's Eat Place going to be all right? And how about the Shack Up Inn? That's right. Doe's Eat Place is still there and a wonderful place. The Shack Up Inn is a great place for tourists to go. And then also Tallahatchie Flats is a similar place to the Shack Up Inn, and it's over by Greenwood and uh, owned and operated by Billy and Baby Doll Whittington. And, uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> Billy and Baby Doll Whittington? Billy and Baby Doll Whittington. <laughs> and, uh, and then Greenwood itself. Greenwood has three of the best restaurants between New Orleans and New York. It has Lusco's. And it has the Crystal Grill and then the restaurant that used to be Gardena's, which is now the Alluvian Hotel. And the Alluvian Hotel is one of the best stays anybody can ever have in this Well, that's world. an aptly named hotel. 
Oh, yes, it is, and it it, it it is a renamed hotel, but but uh, and of course it's named for the alluvial plain that we're all on here. Right, right. Well, I I, I wish you and the alluvial plain uh, <laughs> uh, good luck in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be keeping an eye on it here at uh, Rudy Max's World. And John, I really appreciate your taking the time to talk to us. I've enjoyed it very very much, Rudy, and I I appreciate it greatly. And I love what Billy and what's her name. Oh, Billy and Baby Doll Whittington. Well, we send out our best wishes to Oh, no, Billy no, excuse baby. me. I've got, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Billy and Baby Sister Whittington. I had that wrong. Oh, Baby Sister Whittington. Yeah, Is Billy she his and Baby, baby sister? sister? Whittington. I had Is that she? conflated with Carol Baker's role in, in, uh, in, in uh, Baby Doll over in, which was Tennessee Williams' play that was also made into a film over in Benoit. In the John, day. you know too much. Is Baby Sister really uh, Billy's baby sister? Yeah, I, I, as, as I understand it, that's what they all call her. Oh, that is terrific. <laughs> hey, thank you, John. You're, you're lovely to talk to us today. Well, back at you, and thank you very much, Rudy. Okay. John Pritchard is a longtime English instructor and author of two novels set in the Mississippi Flats. They're titled Junior Ray and the Yazoo Blues, and both are published by New South Books. I understand they're quite searing novels. So if you're interested in that part of the United States, check out Junior Ray, as well as his second book, the most recent one, uh, The Yazoo Blues. And I love John Pritchard's accent. It's just a lovely southern accent. Uh, the Mississippi Delta is going to be very much in the headlines in the next uh, week or so. We'll keep an eye on it uh, here at the show and talk about how it might affect uh, tourism in the region. Meanwhile, if you stay with us in a few moments, we'll explain why you're going to pay a lot of money to get a free, I put that in quotes, award seat on an international airline. Don't go away. to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. AutoZone. Make sure your car always stops quietly and safely with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. There's more to a brake job than just changing pads. To do a complete brake job, you need to replace the hardware components and check your rotors and calipers for damage. Get quality Duralast brake parts, plus the expert advice to help you do the job right the first time, only at AutoZone. Stop quietly and safely every time. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Hey, if you want to follow me on Twitter, my uh, handle is SavTrav, S-A-V-T-R-A-V, -A -A short for Savvy Traveler. SavTrav at uh, Twitter. Join me. Uh, become a friend of mine, and I'll 
I'll keep you up to date on some travel gossip and some deals and uh, stuff like that. I won't crowd your mailbox too much, but uh, feel free to do that. And if you go, if you want to link with me on Facebook, please choose the Rudy Maxa that says TV show, even though you're a radio show listener. I got this TV show as well. Uh, they wouldn't let me put TV and radio show on Facebook. Um, once upon a time, a frequent flyer ticket was free. Well, except for having to cash in those miles to, to collect it, that is. But today, especially when it comes to using miles for award tickets on foreign airlines, things are a lot different. For example, trade miles for a British Airways New York to London coach ticket, and you'll forfeit 50,000 miles and also pay, you may find this as hard to believe as I did, $566 in cash. Heck, for 245 bucks more, you could save your miles by paying cash for your ticket and accumulating more miles on your flight. I learned this from a recent Wall Street Journal column by the newspaper's middle seat columnist, our old friend Scott McCartney, who joins us uh, from uh, Dallas today. Scott, how are you? Good, Rudy. How are you? Nice to Fine, thank you. Nice to have you back. How, how does British Airways explain charging $566 for a so-called free ticket for an award seat and coach? Well, it, it turns out that uh, it, it's a bit of, well, we've always done it this way. Uh, what's different now is fuel surcharges are so much higher. Uh, so airlines have always passed on taxes, and, and British Airways and Virgin Atlantic are in a difficult position because um, uh, the British government has raised taxes on air tickets uh, considerably. And so a fair amount of that, $566, uh, comes from taxes, airport charges, things like that. But, but more than $300 of it is, is fuel surcharge. Whoa. And it reflects the, the higher price of fuel, but uh, sort of uh, calls into question this whole practice of uh, we're going to charge you extra for fuel. You know, when you buy an airline ticket, you buy fuel. I mean, that's a, that's a big <laughs> right. part of the cost of travel. And, uh, and I'm not sure uh, frequent flyer tickets uh, should, uh, should bill fuel separately. I can't agree with you more. Well, is there a cheaper way to get to Europe on an award ticket? Uh, yeah, it's quite interesting. U.S. airlines give you uh, really uh, a better deal these days. Uh, as much as we uh, we worry about the devaluing of airline miles and all the rules and restrictions and uh, redemption levels and everything else U.S. airlines have done to their customers, one thing they haven't done is charge fuel surcharges on frequent flyer tickets. Uh, and so uh, that uh, trip to uh, London, a uh, U.S. carrier, Typically charge you 50,000 miles or so, maybe more, but uh, if you can get the 50,000-mile uh, ticket, uh, you pay less than $200 in, in taxes and fees. Um, again, uh, reflecting some of the British government taxes, uh, but, um, but a still much three, better deal. Yeah, still $366 less than British Airways is charging you, for goodness sake. Yeah, absolutely, and, and, and that's the fuel difference. And you also reported that cashing in miles for a business class ticket is, uh, is even more expensive. There are some airlines that charge higher fuel surcharges on uh, on business class tickets. Um, it's not that business class passengers weigh more. Um, it's a, <laughs> I guess that it's basically that they can uh, charge more uh, to uh, to higher fare business class tickets. You do take up more floor space on on board the airplane, uh, but uh, some airlines charge the same. Uh, some uh, the British carriers in particular. Uh, charge uh, higher fees for business class tickets. You end up paying eight hundred dollars uh, for uh, plus ninety thousand miles for a business class ticket to to London. You can buy a coach ticket for for about the same price. So the ninety thousand miles become a very expensive upgrade. Wow, wow. Uh, so why aren't U.S. carriers demanding higher fuel uh, high fuel surcharges on award tickets? Do we have any idea? I mean, did they? Surely it's because they have not because they haven't thought of it yet. It, 
Uh, no, and, and not because they haven't tried it. Uh, several years ago, Delta did uh, start imposing uh, $50 and $100, depending on the length of the trip, uh, fuel surcharges, and, and people hated it. Uh, there, was a, there was a big backlash. Uh, Delta was doing some other things in, in terms of imposing charges on frequent flyer awards. Um, they took a lot of grief from their frequent flyers, and, uh, and, and I think more significantly, none of their competitors uh, match that. Um, uh. So I, I think it's really a competitive issue. Uh, no U.S. airline, basically all the U.S. airlines are afraid of trying it because that, uh, if your competitors don't go along and you're out of whack with, uh, with others, um, it's really going to stand out and, uh, and make your program a lot less attractive compared to the others. Got it. And finally, there is some disparity, though, among international carriers, isn't there? Uh, yeah. It, you know, I thought it would be worthwhile to really take a look at, at what people were charging and break it down uh, in terms of a, a per-mile charge. Uh, you're paying for fuel, and, you know, planes more or less burn at the same rate. Uh, so why is it that, that Korean and Cathay Pacific are, are charging less than two cents a mile on uh, coach and business class tickets? And yet you have uh, Air France, Lufthansa, BA, Virgin, uh, all almost uh, uh, up to six cents a mile uh, in fuel surcharges on coach tickets, and almost eight cents a mile on uh, on business class tickets. So, Unbelievable! So if you're if you're paying for fuel, uh, apparently fuel is uh, far more expensive in Europe than in Asia. Yeah. Uh, the Asian carriers just aren't uh, hitting their customers with uh, fuel surcharges to the extent the European carriers are. And you reported also that Australians airlines. Qantas only charges a flat $40 fuel surcharge for a round trip to Australia. Hey, a, a great piece and good information for all of us to know, Scott, before we start booking award tickets on international carriers. Thanks, thanks, for, be thanks for being aboard. Well, you heard the moral of the story from Scott McCartney. Shop carefully when you go looking for international award tickets. Hey, stick around. We'll be right back with the deal of the week. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. If you've never experienced Gelin with Dr. Scholl's massaging gel insoles, you've never walked all the way to work on top of cushy throw pillows, or worked a jackhammer while standing in a field of beautiful daisies. That's because Gelin does more than change the way you feel. It changes your state of mind. So I can teach my class while enjoying the soft white sand under my feet. Experience all-day outrageous comfort for yourself with Dr. Scholl's massaging gel insoles. Are you Gelin? I'm glad I have feet. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Can you find anything on the Internet? Well, I'm sure you can, but don't take my word for it. Just ask this talking dog who can only say, I love you. Roll the clip. One more time, talking dog. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. AutoZone. Make your engine last longer with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. If you want to get the most miles out of your engine, then change your oil on time every time. Do it now and save at AutoZone. Get a 5-plus quart oil change jug of Castrol GTX conventional motor oil and a Bosch oil filter for only $18.99. And when you're finished, just bring us your used oil and we'll recycle it free of charge. Get to AutoZone today and get more miles out of your engine. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 
As a Major League Baseball umpire for over 30 years, I've learned focus is everything. That's why I switched to a complete multivitamin with more. Only one a day men's 50 plus advantage has both ginkgo for memory and concentration, plus support for heart health. Centrum can't give you all that. And in this game, I want every advantage. One a day men's 50 plus advantage, the official multivitamin of Major League Baseball. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Sam Adams. There's a rhythm to the season, so at Sam Adams, we develop styles of beer to accompany that. We brew Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, Winter Lager, Noble Pils, and right now, there's Summer Ale. Samuel Adams Summer Ale is a flavorful wheat beer. It has a nice spice note and a little lemon zest. It's brewed with a historic brewing spice called Grains of Paradise. But just like summer, Summer Ale won't be around for long. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save responsibly. Amdro Ant Block presents the Household Ant Requiem. If ants invading your home have you shrieking an unpleasant tune, sprinkle Amdro Ant Block around the perimeter of your home to block ants from entering. Ant Block creates a fortress that kills problem ants on the outside so they can't come inside. And that's music to a homeowner's ears. Look for Ant Block and the entire line of Amdro Kills Ants products at amdro.com. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. All good advice, all good advice. It is 43 minutes after the hour. I'm delighted to be joined by Ian Shive. He, I'm holding in, his, in my hands his... Uh, his new book called simply The National Parks, Our American Landscape. Ian Shive is a photographer, uh, both of still and of moving pictures as well. Um, and this new book is a terrific, a gorgeous, gorgeous look at, uh, at uh, photographs that uh, Ian has shot in various national parks from uh, the Grand Canyon to Yellowstone to Yosemite and uh, uh, dozens of others. Welcome to Rudy Max's World, Ian. Nice to have you on board. Hello, Ian. Hi, nice to have you here. Um, hey, how long have you been? How long have you been shooting uh, national parks? You got a lot of photos in here. Well, the book is about six or seven years worth of photographs, but I've been shooting in them since college, and I've been going to national parks since I was a kid. And where did so you grow up? I grew up in New Jersey. That's <laughs> the first place well, people think of when they think of national a national park photographer. <laughs> no, it's not. When did you find out that you really like national parks and like to shoot pictures of them? Well, I always loved being outdoors, and I had uh, my parents really instilled the idea of being outside and going to parks. And uh, I actually lived in, you know, New Jersey is still the Garden State, and uh, yes. and it is a really beautiful place. And and I lived in, a, in one of the more exceptional places in in New Jersey, and so that became sort of a uh, sort of an obsession being outside. And I chose Montana as my uh, destination for college, and that. University was only 90 miles north of Yellowstone National Park, and that's when it really clicked for me. That was your first national park then, Yellowstone? Um, my first came a little bit before that. It was in the Grand Canyon with, uh, with my parents uh, two years before that. 
and then we went to Montana looking at uh, schools and different places around the country, and I got to go to Glacier National Park and then Yellowstone National Park. So Lovely. I was and on when, a little bit of a, of a, of a two-year tour. And when did you pick up the camera for the first time? Uh, well, I'm the son of a photographer, so I've been around photography ah. my whole life. And um, But, you know, I never thought I'd be a photographer. I thought it's the one thing I would never be. And I first really picked up a, a camera for myself um, in college. Now, why did you think you'd never be a photographer? Well, you know, I think being the son of a photographer. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, it, you know, you, you always say, well, I know I'm not going to go that direction. I'm going to do my own thing. And <laughs> Well, now, the, I, I wondered if, you know, i got to tell you, I, I shoot a lot of pictures, and I've had a lot of pictures yeah. published. I mean, certainly not uh, of your caliber to your extent. However, I have a very difficult time with big, wide, open spaces. Because to the eye, uh, obviously the human eye can see uh, a, a pretty wide angle of a place. Mm -hmm. And it, I find it difficult to shoot wide open places because I look at the picture and I go, oh, that didn't really capture how I felt. Yet your photos do. What, uh, what's the secret? Well, I mean, it's a way of looking, you know. I think when you're walking down a trail, I think we tend to hyper-focus. We look at our feet, we look at the trail right in front of us or the little details along it. But there, there is a way to kind of just consciously take it all in and, and look at the big picture without focusing on one little detail. And I do that in general when I'm outside, and that's kind of my first step. The next step really is when you're actually framing something up and you say, this is a landscape I really want to capture. This is the big sky country of Montana, let's say. I really look at the, all four corners of my frame. I don't just look at the center, which I think a lot of people do. I try to look off to the top left to make sure there's not a telephone pole going through it, or I look at the way the, the shape of the clouds are sort of interacting, and, and then always making sure that my horizon lines are straight. That's one of my biggest pet peeves is when you shoot this big landscape and you get a, a crooked a crooked horizon line. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I gather, like most professional photographers, you, you usually go out early in the morning or just before sunset? I've never been a morning person. <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, that is one of the best times. You know, the evening light and morning light is so exceptional. Depending on where you are, it, um, it can be uh, morning is definitely different than evening light, um, at, at least I think so, and I, I prefer usually sunset, and, and not even the sunset itself, it's usually the moments after the sun goes down, that's when you get a lot of really cool colors and pastels, and, and it, the magic really starts to happen after the sun goes down. Take it from uh, Ian Shive, photographer whose new book is called The National Parks, Our American Landscape. It's published by Earth Aware. Do you have a website, Ian, we can point uh, listeners to? I do. Uh, you can visit uh, more of my photographs at waterandsky.com. It's all spelled out. And, uh, and then uh, the book itself is, is wherever, wherever you buy books. Okay, waterandsky.com. The name is Ian Shive, S-H-I-V-E. Hey, Ian, thanks for joining us. Thanks. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Hey, stick around. I got two sort of interesting deals of the week I think you'll find uh, 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 might be just right up your alley. Don't go away. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com.
To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Oh, yeah. You know what it's time for. Last uh, last segment of the hour, Deal of the Week. We got a sound effect here, Jeff. There it is. Time for our Deal of the Week. There, that's big cash register ringing. Well, I got uh, two deals, actually. One on each coast. So depending on where you live, one might be closer than the other. This one is on the West Coast at Mammoth Mountain. You may be familiar with Mammoth Mountain. We did a show from there uh, uh, earlier this year when the snow was falling. Or was it late last year? Either way, I can't remember, but it was certainly wintertime. But get this. They got so much snow in Mammoth Mountain, California this, uh, uh, this winter that the lifts that are going to be open until July 4th, otherwise known as summer, even here in Minnesota, for goodness sake. July 4th, the lifts are open. So they've got a spring lift, spring deal where you can get lodging plus your lift ticket for the day as low as $99 per person. Now, the lift ticket's normally $72. So, uh, oh, by the way, you've got to stay two nights or more. That's the fine, uh, fine print on that. But you've got 3,500 acres, 150 trails, enough terrain to keep everybody happy. Um, this is a, a deal that is good until... August 2nd. Well, I guess you're, excuse me, July 2nd. I'm sorry. So, yeah, you still will be skiing. It's good from May 24th. So, May 24th. Not yet. Not yet. May 24th. Two more weeks. Uh, no, it's good from April 24th. I'm sorry. April's the fourth month. So, it's good now. It's good now through July 2nd. It's a spring rate that allows you to ski uh, 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 and to stay for $99 a night at any of four locations there, the Mammoth Mountain Inn, the Village Lodge, which is right at the home base of the, uh, uh, the ski resort, Tamarack Lodge and Resort, and Juniper Springs Resort. So uh, uh, check this out, and you can do so by calling 800-MAMMOTH, that's spelled M-A-M-M-O-T-H, 800-MAMMOTH, or you can visit mammothmountain.com. Great, great price. Great price. My goodness. Uh, particularly when you consider lift tickets, 72 bucks. So there you go. Now, on the East Coast, let's turn our attention to the East Coast. A very interesting deal uh, on Miami Beach from the Sagamore Hotel. They've got a package. They're calling it the CEO package. They remain chief entertainment officer. Uh, it's on South Beach. You are going to get the 1,800-square-foot penthouse at the Sagamore Hotel. That has three bedrooms in it and an 1,800-square-foot private outside terrace with a private elevator entrance. So if you think about it, you could do three couples in there. Uh, that would be $600 a night for a couple. This deal is good through September 30th, so it's all summer. Uh, excuse me, actually, it, it, the rate started $1,300 a night, so it's a bit cheaper. Here's what you get with this package besides the penthouse. You get a brand-new iPad 2. How about that? Now, if you have three couples there, you're going to have to fight over who gets the iPad 2, or somebody's going to have to pay a premium for their rooms, and somebody will get their rooms for a little less. But you get an iPad 2, uh, you get a complimentary limousine pickup at the airport, a bottle of Moet Chandon champagne upon arrival, complimentary daily breakfast for up to six people, so you can have three couples in those three bedrooms, and free daily beach chairs for up to six people. Those beach chairs, as I recall, I was in Miami Beach uh, earlier this winter, and uh, I think it was like $20 a day per person for a beach chair, so it's not inconsiderable. You've got to stay at least two nights at $1,300. Well, rates start at $1,300 a night. But remember, you get three bedrooms, 1,800 square feet of interior space, 1,800 square feet of a, of a private outside terrace. you got a private elevator taking you up there. This is good till September 30th. 
Again, $1,300 a night. You get a free iPad, too. Daily breakfast for up to six people. Beach chairs for up to six people. A bottle of champagne and limousine service from the airport. Uh, again, this is called the CEO Package. And you can find more information at Sagamore, S-A-G-A-M-O-R-E, sagamorehotel.com. Now, here's the crucial part. Even though it's good till September 30th, you've got a book by the end of this month, May 31st. Um, you have to uh, deposit, your tax deposit is required at booking. And uh, they will then send you a Sagamore penthouse contract, which will be executed at the time of booking. You've got to sign that. Uh, airport pickups uh, are only applicable. They're not going to take you back to the airport. And uh, those are applicable for the Miami, both the Miami and the Fort Lauderdale airports, both of which are within easy distance of South Beach. It applies to new bookings only, and there are a couple blackout dates. Uh, but other than that, uh, you must ask for the Sagamore CEO package, uh, and you will. Uh, the person who, who uh, puts their credit card down for this package gets that iPad, too. So there you go. So rush to do it. So two deals. Uh, MammothMountain.com for a great skiing uh, package until uh, uh, July 4th when uh, they're going to close down the lifts. I can't believe they're open all through June and up to July 4th. $99 uh, per person per night if you stay two nights. The lift ticket alone is $72, so it's quite a, quite a bargain. And then on South Beach in Miami at the Sagamore, the CEO... Uh, be sure to ask for that, the Sagamore CEO package, in order to get that iPad, too, your bottle of champagne, your breakfast, and your chairs. Not bad, not bad. Well, it's been a, uh, been a great couple of hours. A lot of guests today from a lot of different walks of life, from the uh, Mississippi Delta to Scott McCarthy to a great advice from Michael Matthews last hour about negotiating hotel price by calling the hotel directly and talking to the general manager. Uh, just, a, uh, just a most, and Mark Wexler talking about his How to Live Forever documentary. Um, not to mention Maggie Espinosa on The Privileged Pooch. Uh, um, and Atlantis. I cannot believe they may have found Atlantis. Hey, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers in the audience. Um, thank you to Jeff Ryder, our engineer, who brings this show to you through the air magically. I don't know how he does it. And Anna Schofield is my executive producer. See you next week on The Savvy Traveler. On Savvy Traveler and Rudy Max's World. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.